girlfriend. Uh, thanks for tuning in to my podcast, Rich Like Me. It's been a while since I have uploaded a new episode, but you know, I'm sitting here in my room tonight, kind of in isolation, in quarantine on day about number seven or eight, but God has really been dealing with my heart and had my heart stirred uh, about His Word. Just excited uh, when I can get back to church to share uh, from God's Word. I love I love preaching God's Word, love hearing God's Word preached, and of teaching and being taught from the Word of God, nothing like it. And as I've been sitting here and reading and studying, God has really challenged my heart to uh, to really take an inventory and see what our what our motives are, what my motives are. Why do we do what we do? Why do we preach? Why do we teach? Why do we give? Why do we serve? And I hope and pray that it's just coming from a sincere place. And I want to serve God with my whole heart because of who He is in my life and what He's done for me. And I want to encourage somebody tonight that whatever you do, do it all for the glory of the Lord. And I'm going to share a verse with you here in Second Chronicles chapter number 25. And this is a story of someone who was, who maybe it was a saved soul, but maybe a wasted life. Listen, it says, and, excuse me, Amariza was 20 and 5 years old when he began to reign. And he reigned 20 and 9 years in Jerusalem. And his mother was Jehoadam of Jerusalem. Verse 2. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, but not with a perfect heart. This is talking about a young man who was a king at 25 years old. And he reigned for 29 years. And the Bible tells us that he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. But the latter part of verse 2 says, but not with a perfect heart. Or not with his real heart or not with his true heart. In other words, he was going through emotions. He he did all those things that was right, but he didn't do it from a pure heart. And I'm telling you, he's probably a, a saved soul, but a wasted life. Uh, how sad that is to to serve out of obligation and to just do those things because of a tradition or do those things because what you think uh, you're expected to do out of obligation. I want to encourage you tonight to really have a motivation of why do you do what you do? Why do you why do you want to live a godly life? Why do you want to go to church? Why do you that preach want to preach? You that give, why do you give? You that pray, why do you pray? I hope and pray that the focus is never about us, not just because we want to be seen in a certain light or, or try to gain man approval or you get pats on the back but do it from a pure heart and to serve the Lord with everything in us for his glory. The Bible says in Colossians 3, chapter number uh, chapter number 3 of Colossians, verse number 23, it says, And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. You think about that. What a powerful verse that is. It tells us, whatsoever you do I believe that whatever we do any program any preaching anything that we have in our churches we need to do it with our whole heart as as we're doing it unto the Lord and not unto men I'm telling you it is easy to get your motivation off track it's easy to preach for the amens it's easy sometimes to preach for just man's uh, edification but all that will fade we need to do it as unto the Lord and not unto men and verse 24 says, knowing that the Lord, ye sh- that, the, that the Lord, <clears throat> excuse me, 
Knowing that of the Lord, you shall receive the reward for an inheritance for you serve the Lord Jesus. Your reward will be coming from God himself, from the Lord himself, and not from man. Man can give you some rewards. Man can give you some accolades. A man can give you some things and really make you think that you're something. Don't get me wrong. I firmly believe that the Bible teaches us we are to exalt one another daily. It teaches us that. But we need to do that from a sincere place also. I had this really uh, played out in my life once. I was preaching a revival in another county. And I was, I was preaching. And when the service was over, the first morning, they had uh, a meal after the service. And stayed for the meal. And, uh, and as we began to leave, we were blocked in. So I had to go back inside and see who was driving the vehicle. And there was a gentleman through the whole service that, that I preached. I mean, from the time I got up to I sat down, he, he was dead out of sleep. He was like second, maybe third pew back, sat right on the end, his head back, his mouth open, never heard a word I said. Well, as God would have it, this very man was the one who was blocking me. So he walks me out, puts his arms around me, Passed me on the back and said, son, I want you to know that's some of the best preaching I ever heard in my life. And I thought, wow, he never heard a word that I said. Now, this man's motives were pure. He wanted to encourage me, and I get that. But what he really taught me that day is you can't really put a lot of stock in the good or the bad, what somebody may say. It's easy for us to get caught up in that, but we need to remember that our reward and our inheritance will come because we serve the Lord Christ. Thank God for that reminder tonight. That list is very short. I just wanted to get this off my chest and just encourage somebody. You look at the difference there in Second uh, Chronicles 25, verses 1 and 2. A man who served the Lord, but not from a perfect heart, versus this verse that tells us that whatever we do, big or small, I believe whatever we do, we need to do it unto the Lord. I hope this encourages you tonight. I hope this gives you some perspective. I hope you can see that uh, the what you do matters. We love you, and may God bless you.